She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Rejection Hurts. All right, so I was standing in church the other day, singing my little heart out, thinking that my tune sounded really awesome. <laughs> and, and I could not help but feel a spirit of rejection in the church house. And not for the church, but for the people that were inside there. And I was like, man, I feel like so many souls are dealing with rejection right now. And how do I deal with that? Because with the rejection comes, you know, uncertainty and, and comes abandonment and comes all these feelings. And then I got to thinking about how myself and I, myself and I, does that make sense? Me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I have dealt with rejection in the past. And I was like, okay, where have I dealt with rejection? And I dealt with a lot of abandonment issues as I was growing up. Um, I also dealt with um, rejection. I can remember a certain time where I tried out for the cheerleading squad in middle school. And I was rejected and not put on it. And I didn't understand it. And it hurt my feelings. And I probably, I think I remember crying about it because it hurt. Because I thought I was going to make it and I didn't. I've dealt with rejection in relationships, not feeling like I was good enough for them, or being rejected in the sense of even being cheated on, you know, and feeling like, well, why'd that happen to me? I felt super rejected. And all I can think about when I think of that word rejection or rejected or whatnot, I think about hurt. Mm -hmm. And it really does hurt because it's almost like the same, not the same, but it's almost kind of similar to loss and feeling those abandonment issues and so is there has there been a time that you can pinpoint in your life where you've like really felt rejected or you felt that sting of rejection because it's truly like a sting it hurts it does um I'd actually written down abandonment leads to feelings of rejection because that's what came to my mind when we were talking about this you know for myself at such a young age and I've shared this before is that my dad my biological dad had not been in my life and so that that uh, uh, root of rejection was planted so early on in my life and it took me years to even discover it and I've yeah. shared that before too but so you know rejection does cause abandonment and you are scared to lose people going forward because you've lost people in the past that you didn't even know you had or you lost people that you had a close relationship with and like you said even losing those relationships with people whether that be a marriage a friendship a parentship I mean like it could be with your child yeah. Um, it could be with friends, whoever it may be, but if that ends or, or someone leaves and walks out, you know, you are left standing there hurting for one, feeling rejected. And I think the question that follows is always, why me? What did I do wrong? What yeah. could I have done differently? Um, we start questioning our own self-worth because of the rejection. Absolutely. And so for me, I would say... I mean, there's so many opportunities, or I wouldn't even say it was opportunities, but so many situations in my life where, yeah, I have had rejection, but I would say it started at a very early age with my dad. Yeah. And then throughout life, I mean, there's been relationships, there's been friendships, like you said, trying out for a team that you didn't make, and mm -hmm. just certain groups of people that you wanted to hang out with, but you just did not clash with their group and their standards, and yeah. they wouldn't let you in. Yeah. I think... <clears throat> rejection too just means that you're putting yourself out there and when you put yourself out there sometimes things don't work out mm -hmm. you know and 
it makes you feel like you're not enough. You're not good enough. You're not enough. And we've talked about you are enough. And with rejection, you can feel that way. You feel like you aren't enough. You're not enough for that person. You weren't enough for that team. You weren't enough for your parents. You're not enough for um, your job. Like, you feel like you're not enough. You get fired from a job, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you feel like, well, what didn't I offer? Or what could I have offered? Or what did I do? Mm -hmm. And those are all questions you have with that sting of rejection because it hurts in the in the matter of you don't know and sometimes you don't get that closure yeah you know that you're wanting and I mean with the cheerleading team that I tried out for and I didn't make it that year I didn't know why you know they don't tell you like you didn't make it because of this you just kind of had to move on I didn't make the team yeah um but sometimes it's hard to move on when you don't know yeah I agree. No one wants to be rejected, but everyone will be rejected at some point in their lives. And it is hard to move on. And I think that that's why it's so important, so so important, so important (laughs) that we get to the root of what our rejection stemmed from. And so, you know, when we have fear of losing people in our lives and we're doing what we can, like overdoing things to try to keep them in our lives, we're overachieving everything that we do because we want to make sure that we keep those people in that safe place with us. It's because there's been past experiences of rejection and we're trying to prevent future experiences from happening and from people walking out on us and people disappointing us, people letting us down, but we can't do that. Like we have no control over what they do. We put too much emphasis sometimes in relationships because we're fearing Mm -hmm. that that same thing is going to happen or you might be the complete opposite. You don't put opposite. Opposite. <laughs> you might not put so much emphasis in it, but you hold back mm-hmm. in the fear of that rejection yeah. too. And so that is the most important part of if you deal with rejection, if you deal with that spirit of rejection, one, God did not give it to you. Right. And to notice that that is not from him. He, he doesn't want you to feel that way because obviously he's made you... Uh, enough in mm-hmm. his image but if you deal with that like you said trying to pinpoint where it stems from so that you can start to heal from that mm-hmm. and not just deal with it in the next relationship or not just deal with it in the next circumstance because like you said we're always going to kind of circle around feeling like we're rejected whether or not it's from friends or family or situations there's going to come times in our lives where we feel that. Mm-hmm. And so dealing with it and finding that helps us heal. It does. And that's what God ultimately wants. Absolutely. Well, And maybe it's a situation you've been cheated on. Then you're going to walk into every future relationship being afraid that that person's going to cheat on yes. you. Yes. You live in fear because mm-hmm. of past rejections. We also hold other people accountable for what other people did to us when they're not even the ones that did it. And yes. so rejection really does, with rejection, it comes with a whole list of difficulties. It comes with a list of negativity. I mean, there's just so many downfalls that come along with it. And we have to just be very cautious because we can't fault other people for what they didn't do, or we can't fault other people for what someone else did to us. And so stemming, going to that root, getting to the root of the rejection and really handling it, dealing with it so you can move forward and have some freedom from it. Um, is definitely something that you need to do in your life because, like you said, you cannot begin to heal until you deal. 
Need yes. to heal before you can deal. Need to, or need to deal before you can heal. <laughs> That's right. Deal before you heal. Um, let me read some scripture really fast because obviously, and maybe you don't know, but I know that Jesus dealt with rejection while he mm-hmm. was here. And, um, you know, if we're walking and trying to be more like Jesus, then we we also know that these things are going to occur with us. But when these things do occur with us, We get to grow and learn from these things depending on what we do with them. Right. Um, And so I'm going to read some scripture really fast. Um, As This is in Luke uh, 9, and it's 51 through 56. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely (laughs) set out for Jerusalem, and he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then he and his disciples went to another village. So Jesus was where he was brought up, where he was born, Nazareth. And they, the people of Nazareth re, like denied him, rebuked him. They rejected him or whatnot. And so it says at the end of the scripture, but Jesus turned and rebuked them. And then he and his disciples went to another village. What do we do when we feel rejected? Well, this shows us what Jesus did. What did he do? He turned the other cheek and he went on his way. And that's hard when it comes to rejection. It comes to love. It comes to relationships. It comes to people that you really care about. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you're like, peace out. I don't ever want to talk to you again. We're not having any kind of conversations anymore. Whatever. But you know what? Sometimes you have to separate yourself in those situations And I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about situations, too, as far as, like, jobs or people or um, sports, anything like that. You have to separate yourself in that so that you can honestly figure out a way for you to deal and cope with it to be able to move forward. We think about all the times. I mean, that's just one story of rejection in yeah. the Bible. Like, Jesus was rejected so many times. I mean, there were so many people that didn't believe who he came, who he was. They yeah. didn't believe him. They didn't matter what he said, what he did. A lot of people mocked him. And so, um, you know, turning the other cheek is hard. It's really hard when you are a fighter, not necessarily like a fist fighter, but like you're a fighter and you have <laughs> comebacks and you want to say something to someone else. And I don't know, for me... Or I, you want the closure. True. Yeah. True. So years ago, I used to fight back. I had to have the last word. I had to let what I needed to be said be said and heard. Um, And the older I got, it was the opposite. So I would walk away from the situation, but I would bury it and I'd never speak of it. And then it would build up and build up and build up. I would isolate myself from these people and it would never be discussed. And then eventually it exploded. Yeah. And that was so toxic and unhealthy because it's like all these feelings I had from those situations really came back and it was explosive and it wasn't good. So Jesus walking away, we don't do we know that he ever addressed it again? No. It doesn't it doesn't state that in the Bible, but I do know that turning the other cheek is what he's basically showing us in the Bible and through this scripture. So he he was a prime example of what we are to do in situations like this by turning the other cheek and 
It does seem hard, but I think when we stop and take time to pray over the situation, walk away from the situation, pray over it, we really need to be praying for our hearts, too, on a daily basis and how to um, really just cope with situations because there's going to be people that reject us. There's going to be people that hurt us. And, you know, the best way to handle those situations is to be prepared before the situation happens. And that doesn't mean that it won't hurt, and that doesn't mean that it won't sting, And it doesn't mean that it won't scar you, but it does mean that you'll be equipped and ready for it when it does come. Well, like you said earlier, too, is it it kind of messes with our worthiness. Mm -hmm. And when we are rejected and we, we find our worth in that rejection, and we can so easily find our worth in that rejection if we don't know where our worth lies. And it's harder for us to kind of deal with that rejection if we truly deal with self-worth, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but rejection doesn't have any value. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we give it the value that it doesn't have. Because honestly, when rejection comes, this is all about perspective because a lot of times I have to tell myself it's about perspective. But when rejection comes, if we re- if we view that as purpose, and a plan that God has to excel us to what he has for us, we would look at rejection in a whole nother light. Mm -hmm. Because we're not viewing it as it being bad, but we're viewing it as it helping us grow. And truly, in all the rejection that I have ever had in my life, looking back on that rejection, being in the midst of it, I was ticked off. Being in the midst of it, I struggled. Being in the midst of it, I was hurt. I was mad. I was all those feelings. I felt abandoned. I felt exclusion. I felt not wanted. I felt like I wasn't accepted. I felt all of those things. But now looking back on that rejection, I see where God was trying to propel me in that situation. I see where God was molding me and making me and you know, in helping me to be a better wife now from past relationships mm-hmm. or helping me to be a mother from mistakes or or helping me um, through jobs or through difficult situations or through um, those hurt from rejection. I see where he has propelled me now or, mm-hmm. or pushed me forward or helped me heal um, and how it's been good, yeah. you know, because we don't see that perspective-wise when we're right. in it, in the midst of it. But it is all about perspective and finding, like, God is not going to take you through something without it, there being good in it. Mm -hmm. Because God is good. Absolutely. Every situation brings goodness. And especially when he's involved. And you're right. We don't see that while we're in the midst of it. But it's always for our greater purpose. And so, personally for myself, every situation, like you said, looking back on, I can see where I needed that rejection in my life. I needed those things to happen to make me the person that I am today. Because honestly, if I didn't face those situations, there's no telling who I'd be today, where I would be today. And you know, even though Jesus was rejected all throughout the Bible in his time here, um, he, he didn't allow that rejection to stop him from walking in his purpose. Amen. Or stop him from spreading the gospel mm-hmm. from what he, like you said, his purpose from what he was here for. Right. It didn't stop him. He kept going. He didn't quit. Exactly. And so that's example that we can't do that either. We can't allow those rejections to stop us from walking in our calling and walking in our purpose. And so we're only hurting ourselves when we do that. And so 
he still had a mission. So he knew what he was placed here for, and he didn't allow any of these things. People were so ugly to him, and he didn't allow any of the, these things to stop him from shining his light yes. and for spreading the gospel and doing what he was called on earth to do before his time mm-hmm. ended. And so we have to keep that in mind, always at the front of our mind, that we yes. cannot allow the rejections and the hurt that we go through to keep us from walking in our purpose. Mm-hmm. That's so good because if you think about it, there's so many times that we get stuck in that rejection and and we stop. We we quit ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I know that, but you know what? If you find where you feel like you're ready to quit, know that God is ready to push you somewhere different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think about if I would have given up in certain situations and just said, you know what? I'm over it. Everybody's against me or I'm over it. I'm never going to excel at this. I'm over it. It made me stronger. Mm-hmm. And you think about how strong Jesus was. He was so strong and so courageous in, in who he was. And as we're supposed to live by that strength and that courageousness, like it makes you stronger when these things happen, and we we don't see it, but goodness, what Jesus is to us to show us His ways and how He honestly was what we need to be. Mm-hmm. Which is why we want to be more like Jesus, because yeah. He leads by such an example, and that's exactly why He was sent here, to be an earthly human example to walk on this earth to lead us and yeah. show us what it's like. And you know, we've talked about this before. While we will never be perfect like he was, we always have room for improvement and we can always give it the best that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, while we're talking about Jesus and his rejection, I wanted to share a little bit of scripture too on um, this in Isaiah 53, starting in verse 3. And um, it says, He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weakness he carried, it was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment for God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. Mm -hmm. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Mm -hmm. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's past to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Mm. And it keeps going. And and everything that it says is um, really good. And you should read the whole chapter of Isaiah 53, starting in verse 3 and and on. But, I mean, wow. Like, we we already know that he's done all this for us. But the fact that he, and I'm going to cry again, the fact (laughs) that he did this for us and had to go through the rejection and the hurt and all of that while he was here on earth, but he did not let that stop him. Mm-hmm. And so that should be reason enough for us to never allow our hurt and our reject our rejection to stop us. And to know that it makes us who we are. It makes us stronger, like Amen. you said. And it, it just helps mold us into what God is calling yeah. us to be. And it really stinks in the middle of it. And it really stinks when you don't feel like you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And you can't even think about it bringing you good in the moment of it. But looking back on it years later, I mean, sometimes it could be many years later, like a decade later. But when you look on on it, like my grandpa told me the other day, he said, you really have 
come a long way in the past few years. And I was like, I know I have, Grandpa. I know. But then I was like, past few years? Like, I've been better for at least 10 plus years. What do you mean the past few years? <laughs> but I was thinking about it, and I was like, you're right. And you know why? Because, one, I'm trying to put God first in everything that I do. But yeah. also, I'm... I'm learning from my mistakes. I'm learning from the situations I've been in and I'm taking that hurt and I'm not I'm not blaming God for it or playing the victim to it, but I'm taking it and I'm using it for future experiences and knowing that it does make me stronger and that I can use that to be prepared for what's to come. Yeah. You think we are the sons and daughters. We are his sons and daughters. And I look at my kids and I don't ever want them to feel rejected. Mm -hmm. Like I want them to know that they are loved. I want them to know that they have these people that care about them. And they, you know, I don't want them to feel that sting of rejection. And could you imagine our father who is perfect, who is complete, who is whole, who is, who knows us better than anybody else. Why would he want us to feel those feelings? Yeah. He wouldn't. He doesn't want us to feel those feelings. But because we live in sin in this world and we live um, with the sin in this world, it we, we're we going to have it. Right. But God will use it for your good. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that whole perspective thing is to see that as... You know, God doesn't want you to feel rejected because if anything, he has accepted you and accepted you for everything that you are, all the mistakes you've made, for the imperfections that you are, because in his image, he has made you perfect and he looks at you as you are perfect to him. Right. So he doesn't want us to feel that way. So that just know that if you are in rejection or you feel it or you are just bound by it right now, that we're claiming the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. on you and that those chains and that bondage break yeah. because God does not want that for your life mm-hmm. and know that you can heal from that and you can grow stronger from that and and walk in that that precious just walk in that precious relationship with Christ and know that he loves you mm-hmm. and that he cares for you and and he doesn't want you to feel that rejection yeah I know oftentimes in a marriage, your marriage could be good for the most part, but one small thing happens, or maybe it's a bigger thing, and it leaves you feeling rejected at times, and if we don't deal with that, that it could cause more issues, and so maybe it's in your marriage that you're feeling rejected, Mm -hmm. maybe it's in a friendship, you have a friendship that that just you keep feeling like the person's rejecting you. It could, it could look a number of different ways. And maybe it's in your parenting. Your relationship with your child's not the greatest because your child's rejected you or they were rebelled since they've gotten older. And the list goes on. Maybe it's yeah. an employer that, that fired you or laid you off mm-hmm. or a job interview you went on and they turned you away and picked someone else because they felt that they were better qualified. Don't let any of that get you down because yeah. God does have a purpose for you. And he has a plan for your life that is perfect and fitting for you. And so just trust in God. Trust in God through these difficult situations, through the rejection. Really just take the time to just be with him and help or allow him to help walk you through the situation. And and you'll get through it. It's it won't be it will not be easy, but you can get through it as long as you're keeping him in your life and you're walking with him. Um, You know, and I I read a quote and I wanted to share it real quick. It said. Stop taking rejection so personally. Mm. Stop taking failure so fatally. Stop taking feedback so critically. And stop taking offenses so literally. And that's by Jay Shetty. 
not sure who he is, but that that's who wrote that quote. And I was like, oh my goodness, like we take rejection very personally. And yes. sometimes it has nothing to do with us. Let's uh, just say yes. a job interview. They found someone else who was more qualified. Maybe they had more years of experience, you know, like maybe you just didn't have what, uh, what brought, what needed to be brought to the table for that specific job. But guess what? God has a job for you already seeked out. And the reason you were rejected from that job Mm. is because the purpose he had for you is way better than you could even imagine. And you don't want to have what is not for you. Exactly. Goodness gracious. Have I had things that were not for me Mm -hmm. and I could have saved myself a lot (laughs) of heartache, a lot of hurt, a lot of confusion, a lot of fear, a lot of hurts that I've had to work through because I have chose things over what God had for me mm-hmm. and instead of dealing with that rejection and that sting, I have gone past that yeah. and decided it the fate for myself mm-hmm. and goodness, we don't want that. No. We want what God has. And so even if you're like you said if you're in that situation to where you feel Um, rejected from something, from someone, whatever it may be, you know, that you want to be able to have what God has for you, what God has meant for you, because God has meant good for you, and He has that for you. Absolutely. It's for you. His purpose is His perfect plan for your life, and whatever comes your way is what is supposed to happen, and Likewise, I have put myself in situations where I try to plan my own destiny and it never turns out right. I mean, it never goes well at all. When we're trying to plan our own future and predict our own future, we can go above and beyond to try to make something happen Yeah, and it still fail. And that is because that is not God's plan for your life. And sometimes we just have to grasp that and really accept that. That's not his plan for my life. It hurts. It stinks because it's what I thought I had in mind. But guess what? His plans are greater. His plans are better. Thank you guys so much. Mm -hmm. And if you are dealing with rejection and you need someone to talk to or you need prayer or you need to reach out, please know that we are here. Um, That is what we are here for too. Um, Just know you are not alone and you can break the chains of the spirit of rejection. Absolutely. We hope that this spoke to your hearts. It spoke to ours. And we, we just know that it's something that Crystal had on her heart for God, that God spoke over her. And so always comment to us, reach out to us. We're here for each of you. We love you. And we hope that you have a great week and we will be back with you next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye.